It is a beautiful day to apply some logic and confess the truth. I'm Megan Steele, and this is Confessions of a School Nurse. Hello, welcome. This is episode nine of Confessions with a School Nurse. I'm so glad that you're joining us here today on August 22nd of 2023. School is in full swing for my kiddos. I'm not so sure how I feel about it. This summer just seemed to go so quickly. I I don't remember a summer that went so fast rather than this summer. Even when I was pregnant with our twins, uh, the summer seemed to drag on and on. So I don't know what it was about the summer of 2023, but it definitely uh, went by quickly. Um, my children are growing. They're thriving in their first couple days of school. I knew that they would but it is sad to kind of see those late night movie nights come to an end. I have a funny story at the end of last week before, uh, or really the week before school started, we were trying to catch some uh, summer movies with our children and our seven-year-old said that he knew what movie we were going to watch tonight and it was What is a Woman? And we all laughed and laughed and it was like, okay, I don't know why our seven-year-old wants to watch that, but we've seen it. So we love it. Okay. And then like it came time for movie time and he was like, why are we not watching What is a Woman? And we're like, Trig, why, why do you want to watch that? And he's like, it's so funny. How do people not know what a woman is? And so my daughter looked at him and goes, well, what is a woman? And he's like, it's a mama. And we're like, yes, Trig. It is. Good job. And then he followed it up with, and they have vaginas. And that did it. We were like, okay, we, our seven-year-old knows. So we have done our job. We're open in our home. We make sure that, that boys and girls know what their parts are. And so it wasn't surprising that he said that. It's just funny that he's seven and he finds it so funny that people don't know what a woman is. So uh, shout out to Matt Walsh uh, with The Daily Wire. If you haven't seen What is a Woman, I highly recommend it. Great, great movie. And with that, um, ladies and gentlemen, we have a crisis going on in our schools. And if you continue to stand on the sidelines, you are part of the problem. Not to speak is to speak and not to stand is to stand. I recently had a conversation with someone that I consider to be a, a close friend of mine. Um, we were discussing writing papers for when she was in college and she said very upfront, she's like, well, I just wrote whatever the professor wanted. I wanted my, I wanted my A in the class. I wanted my GPA. Well, I'm sorry, but when did a GPA matter to God? When did a GPA matter to an employer? Because the last time I checked the employer, they just want a degree. They don't, they don't care about a grade. They just want a degree and C's earn degrees. Sure. Maybe a higher GPA gave you a scholarship. I would prefer to have a few thousand dollars worth of debt rather than be on the wrong side of truth because the truth is what matters. Truth is what is important. And, and I, I guess I just was frustrated over writing a paper to what a professor wanted. One, you denied your own self-worth and self-ability there. Um, two, you denied your ability to stand up for what was right. And for me, caving on a paper 
led directly to caving on other parts in life, right? First, it's the paper. Then it's the pronouns. Then it's the job trainings. Then it's the job duties and on and on and on it goes. If we just stand on the sidelines, letting all of this happen so we don't hurt our GPA, don't hurt our status with friends, we don't want to be those people that always speak out. We we want others, you know, to like us. We don't want them to think ill of us. You know, Jesus loves everybody. Yay, yay, yay. No. We didn't get to this crisis point in schools overnight. We got here by standing silent, standing by with no action. That is exactly how we got here. We got here thinking none of this stuff was in our schools, thinking it wasn't affecting our children and just letting it happen. You know, like we thought, oh, our children know right from wrong. They know the difference. They won't believe that. That's garbage. That's baloney. And it's not true. It's not true. Wokeism is a religion that has extremely tactic ways of lurching onto your children. I'm going to repeat that again. Wokeism is a religion that has extremely tactic ways of lurching onto your children. We have to fight back. And if you think that DEI and wokeism isn't in your schools because they don't have curriculum, think again. It's a complete play on words. Let's let's play this out of how they say. You've got school employees, right? They're going to their school boards. They're telling their constituents that we don't have DEI curriculum. We don't have woke curriculum. That's true. They don't have curriculum called DEI curriculum. They don't have curriculum called woke curriculum. You see, ladies and gentlemen, that's their play on words. The information is in the curriculum. It's already in it. They don't have to have specialized curriculum for it. Make your children bring their textbooks home read them. I promise you it is in there. It's even in their math books. Ask to see your children's tests that they are taking, the worksheets that they are required to do, their school assignments. See it, read it. If it was created by companies, um, it's there. If it was created by individuals, it's there, right? Anything that your children are seeing, doing, or learning, you should have your hands on. You should know exactly what they're doing. And if you have an administrator that won't do that, then you need to be louder than that administrator because that's not okay. Any textbook that was printed after 2010 specifically has DEI and wokeism in it. Parents, I know that you do your homework when you buy a home and you do your homework when you buy a car. So why are you not doing your homework when it pertains to your children, right? Isn't the education that your children are receiving important? I want my children to learn truth at school. Truth involves learning about creation and learning about God. And because most public schools, especially where we live, refuse to talk about God and refuse to speak the truth, my children are in private school. Yeah, it requires their father and I to work multiple jobs to be able to afford it, but their education is important to us. Truth, truth is important for us, and it should be for you too. 
Uh, with school back in session, and I know that as school nurses and teachers, I even have some administrators listening, I know that you are wanting to stand for the truth this year, and I know that you're very worried about the future of your job by doing so. And so I find it really important to talk to you today about wokeism being a religion, because I think that you will have a big stand this year when you point out that it truly is a religion. And so today I'm just going to lay out that case for you. Um, I want you to have this information so you so you know. I want you to have it so you can properly uh, stand up when you are called out for speaking the truth. I am not an attorney. This is absolutely not legal advice. And in fact, I would highly encourage you to talk to an attorney in your area, especially if you're worried about standing for the truth, um, because I think a lot of people will be like, oh, well, you work in a right to work state so you can get fired for whatever. Um, that's not true, right? It may be a right to work state, but if they are pressing a religion on you or um, denying you your religious rights, then um, they can't do that. So uh, today, I just want to lay out a few of those things that I have uncovered over the past couple months and also want to share with you. Wokeness is a religion. If lawyers bring the right cases using the right legal theories, existing law will provide perfectly good protections for you if you get fired for refusing to attend all of the wonderful DEI trainings or affirming the delusions of students and fellow staff members. Whether you are a liberal or a conservative, an atheist or a Christian, having the right arguments will help you stand. And honestly, that's what's amazing about our country and our constitution. So whenever I started hearing this word wokeism coming out, I went and referred straight to um, this good old hard dictionary this is a new collegiate dictionary, but it was printed in 1977, long before words started being changed. Um, because I just couldn't understand what woke, What I mean woke, like isn't that the past tense for awaken and awaken is to be alert and not sleeping. That's where my mind was going. So um, woke, according to this 1977 um, Webster's dictionary is just that, woke. The past of wake okay so i went to to wake and it says um to be or remain awake to remain awake on watch especially over a court a corpse um to arouse from or as if from a sleep a state of being awake um and then in britain it's an annual holiday or term used for a vacation and then the third definition of it is talking about um, the wake in, in the water and the boats and, and the turning uh, to track the left in, in the water. So I was like, well, okay, a, a wake was used there a lot. So let me go to awake. Awake, according to the Webster's Dictionary, to become aroused or active again, to arouse from sleep or a sleep-like state. Okay. All right. So 
How did we get from that definition to the wokeism that we have now? Well, let me show you. I just typed in woke on Google, and this is what it came up with. This was literally um, in August of 2023. According to the Oxford Dictionary on Google, woke means alert to and concerned about social injustice and discrimination or aware of social and political issues, especially racism. I I don't like do not apply logic, right? Like how did we get from woke or awake to woke? I, I don't I don't get it. So as I sat and thought and thought, and I'm like, man, this, you know, number one, this is a reason why it's important to buy books because people are constantly changing things. I want my grandchildren and great grandchildren, even my own children to know exactly what a definition is. But um, I believe it's a way for these wonderful lost souls to make you be awake to their nonsense. Being woke or, or staying woke literally means obsessing about race, gender, and sexual orientation. Wokeness sacrifices true diversity, which is diversity in thought. That's how the diversity word was originally here. It was talking about bringing different minds together, right? And now it's just skin deep symbols. Diversity is dealing with race and gender. Wokeness is a new religion and it's being disguised so very cleverly. So here are a few things you're going to have to do your homework on this episode. Um, There are court cases that you need to learn. You need to learn the language in them. You need to take this. And when you visit an attorney, again, I am not, this is not legal advice. This is just my own thoughts on the situation that have been laid out for me. Um, So number one, I want you to go buy this book. It is called Woke Inc. by Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek is a uh, Republican presidential candidate. He he is just as sick of all of this that we are, and he has laid out a case to, to fight back against the woke. And so I want you to go buy that book. I want you to research the court case Peterson v. Wilmer Communications. I want you to research the court case, United States v. Seeger, Welsh v. United States, Venters v. v. the City of Delphi. And then I want you to look at the EEOC laws. The EEOC is the Equal um, Employment Opportunity. I think the C stands for commission. Um, You know those posters that are hung up in your workplace about this is a right to work, this is a blah, 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 all of that. That's the EEOC laws, okay? This is just another one of those unelected bureaucratic agencies that needs to go by the wayside, but they've actually laid out the case for you. So in this sense, I guess they would be okay. Um, These six things I've laid out for you are extremely important, right? We know that we have the First Amendment. This prohibits the government from censoring our speech and religion. We can have conversations all day long how we feel that those rights are being infringed upon. Um, That's not here for today. The 14th Amendment uh, stopped state governments from discriminating against people. 
But what a lot of people don't know is on that 14th Amendment, it did not prohibit private entities like employers and landlords from discriminating against people. So that's why. um, So the 14th Amendment was back in the 1800s. But that's why the Civil Rights Act of 1964 is so crucial for our fight against this wokeism. Um, The Civil Rights Act of 1964 essentially prohibited discrimination in the workplace due to race, color, religion, sex, and national origin. There are two titles in this act that you need to be familiar with. The first one is Title II, that outlaw discrimination against um, places such as hotels, restaurants, stores, schools. Okay, Title II deals with schools. And then Title VII protects you from being fired over religious beliefs and does not allow your employer to press religious beliefs onto you. So we're going to break down Title VII of the EEOC a little bit more. Um, Title VII, again, it forbids someone um, from being fired for their religion. And under this unelected bureaucratic interpretation, um, its ban on religious discrimination also prohibits employers from firing people over their lack of religion. Uh, The EEOC's guidance says Title VII forbids, quote, treating applicants or employees differently based on their religious beliefs or practices or lack thereof in any aspect of employment, including recruitment, hiring, assignments, discipline, promotion, and benefits. Title VII also compels employers to make efforts to accommodate religious belief in the workplace if doing so would impose a minimal burden on the business's operations. So here's the examples that the EEOC specifically cites on their website of how places can accommodate. Okay, are you ready for this? Because y'all, our accommodations are easy. Here we go. A Catholic requests a schedule change so he can go to a church on Good Friday. What's funny is they know their sex because he's, they said he. Huh? Uh, Okay, sorry. (laughs) Um, Okay, number one, I'm going to repeat that again. A Catholic requests a schedule change so he can go to church on Good Friday. Number two, an atheist asks to be excused from prayers at the start of meetings. Number three, a Christian pharmacist asks to be excused from filling birth control prescriptions. Number four, A Jehovah's Witness wants to change tasks at a factory to avoid producing weapons. Okay. They also have this interpretation of um, religion on their website. So I'm going to read it for you. It's just a tad bit long, but it's important to know what it says. It says, religious beliefs include theistic beliefs as well as non-theistic beliefs. Moral or ethical beliefs as to what is right and wrong, which are sincerely held with the strength of traditional religious views. Although courts generally resolve doubts about particular beliefs in favor of finding that they are religious, beliefs are not protected merely because they are strongly held. Rather, religion typically concerns 
ultimate ideas about life, purpose, and death, social, political, or economic philosophies, as well as mere personal preferences, are not religious beliefs protected by Title VII. Okay, don't let that political uh, preference deter you at the end. You don't have a political preference, my friends. You don't. You have a religious preference because you are speaking truth, and truth is God, and God is religion. So your belief uh, in under Title VII, right? So for your belief to be counted under this Title VII purposes, um, and to be protected when off the job and granted accommodations when on the job. It has to be both strongly held and tied to beliefs about ultimate ideas about life, purpose, and death. Okay? Are you, fo- are you, are you catching my drift here? The EEOC continues by saying that, quote, a belief is religious for Title VII purposes if it is religious in the person's own scheme of things. Essentially, it is a sincere and meaningful belief that occupies in the life of its possessor a place parallel to that filled by God. So for example, what God fills my life with, right, is the same thing that Muhammad fills this person's life with, or Buddha with this person's life, or an asteroid with this person's life, okay? The EEOC, they just didn't come up with this. They used uh, different branches of government, the three branches, and these two court cases, United States v. Seeger and Welch v. United States. So y'all need to look up those two cases and do your own homework on those cases. I'm not going to break those cases down um, in episode today because it would take far too long. Uh, So according to the EEOC, wokeness, wokeness is literally a religion because a non-theistic belief can count as religion just as a theistic belief is religion. Okay, it's laid right out there in the EEOC. And according to the EEOC, employers cannot impose it on their employees. Bingo. An employer violates the law when it fires an employee for failing to bow down to the employer's religious requests. So here's where the court case Venters v. City of Delphi comes into play. Jennifer Venters, she was a radio dispatcher for the City of Delphi for their police uh, police department. And she had been on the job for more than a year when the chief of police repeatedly told her that he was on a mission to save the city of Delphi and she engaged in sinful lifestyle choices and she needed to get to church. And she chose not to and um, she was fired. And so obviously this court case was had nothing to do with job performance. It was about Venters, her right to be free from having religious beliefs imposed on her. So Venters needed to only show that her perceived religious shortcomings played a motivating role in her discharge. So legally speaking, the easiest path to victory for you is to argue that the woke ideology that made you get fired counts as a religion. Here's another court case, Peterson v. Wilmer Communications. In this case, Peterson claimed to adhere to a religion called creativity. 
and to belong to the world church of the creator. This religion mainly endorsed white supremacy. This religion taught that people should, and I quote, live their lives according to the principle that what is good for white people is the ultimate good and what is bad for white people is the ultimate sin, end quote. Okay, that's terrible, but that's what this court case was about. So if creativity were professing white supremacy is a religion, then wokeness professing the opposite must be too. Catching on to the idea here? Here's another example. Um, A company called CCG uh, made its employees attend a training called Onion Head. Yeah, you, you heard me right. Onion Head. I don't know who came up with the name. I laughed when I saw it. But essentially, this training taught employees that choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Uh, Some employees refused to attend and rejected this new training and this program in their company, and they were fired. And so the EEOC was like, oh, no, CCG, you can't do that. And so they sued them um, on behalf of Title VII claiming religious discrimination. So when all of this came um, came down, this happened in 2016, the EEOC versus the United Health Programs of America found that Onion Head was indeed a religion. So if these people that are just claiming to be trainers and send out their stuff, if that stuff is deemed a religion, hello, you've got a case, ladies and gentlemen. I don't understand what the difference is between that and you refusing to attend and you rejecting diversity, equity, and inclusion garbage. Remember that the EEOC says that non-theistic moral or ethical beliefs count as religious ones under Title VII. If these two things happen, one, they're as strongly held as religious ones, and two, they occupy the same role in one's life as religious beliefs meaning they are a belief system that makes claims about ultimate ideas, life, purpose, and death. Think of people that are demanding this wokeness in their life. Reflect on their choices, things they say, things they do. It encompasses their entire life. Look at their posts on social media. Look at who they hang out with. Look at things they say. Look at their emails. Look at that. Why does wokeness play um, a religious role in one's life? It's a system of beliefs, right? Religion is a system of beliefs as one indivisible unit and touches on all aspects of one's existence. Wokeness counts as a religion for the EEOC's purpose because, like other religions, it provides unified, systematic explanation that order one's entire life. It gives commands, not suggestions. The believers of wokeness cling to it fervently and it dictates all their thoughts and deeds. It touches every single aspect of their life. It's their way of life. The believers have purpose and meaning. They make sense of their universe. And I don't know about you, but that sounds awfully close like my relationship to God. How about you? 
I present to you your defense, right? You are being forced to engage in the woke ideologies and affirm delusions, and it is forcing you to bow to a religion and your employer can not do that. Again, our law both protects employees' religious beliefs and protects them from having their employer's religious beliefs imposed on them. My challenge for you this week is to read those court cases. They're on my website. So when you're on the toilet needing something to read, stop reading Facebook, stop reading social media, go to confessionsofaschoolnurse.com, click on court cases, and I have the links there for you. I also have the link for the EEOC and for um, the link to get Vivek Ramaswamy's book because he lays this out paragraph by paragraph by paragraph for you. School nurses, teachers, uh, educators, administrators, let's get truth out to everyone. Everyone needs to hear the law is on our side with this and you have a right to stand your ground and say no to what they want to force down your throat. So get out and do it. That's my challenge for you this week. Um, you can do this, right? Get educated, do your homework and stand up for our children. If you have any thoughts or questions on this, please send me an email. I'll be glad to help dive deeper into all of that. Um, so go ahead, send me an email. It's Megan at confessionsofaschoolnurse.com. Megan at confessionsofaschoolnurse.com. Until next time, confess to tell the truth. God bless.